Hi there, welcome to Wingtorn, the weekly fantasy serial podcast. My name is Claire C. Marshall, and I am the author slash performer creator. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different because we have reached the end of book one of Wingtorn. Hooray! And uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to have a little interlude episode, a kind of bonus meet the author episode. Uh, So hello. (laughs) And uh, I thought for the next, you know, 20 minutes, I could take you behind the scenes of Wingtorn, a little bit about myself, uh, how Wingtorn came to be, and give uh, the aspiring writers out there a little bit of writing advice. Um, But before all that, I want to take you back to a little bit about myself. I am an author publisher at Fairy Inc. Press, that's F-A-E-R-Y, Fairy, Um, and I have been writing and publishing books since 2011. And I've been working in publishing uh, as a freelancer since 2010. And I also travel around the country selling my books at conventions and trade shows. Um, So it is uh, my job. Anything to do with publishing and and writing and selling books is my full-time job. So uh, I'm pretty lucky (laughs) to be able to do that, but I've worked really, really hard to get to where I am. Um, I have eight books currently as of this recording, and actually I have a ninth on the way. Uh, I just got it back from the editor, and so we're trying to hurry that through production so that it can be available for my next biggest show just kind of getting ready for the fall season in general, which is usually my biggest, busiest season because Christmas shows are my biggest shows. And so it's really uh, labor intensive and I'm traveling all over the place. And so it's really, really fun, but uh, it gets very stressful. Um, But even though I am producing a story, a new chapter every week for this uh, podcast, for this Ringtorn story. Um, it's actually really fun and really gratifying um, to hear uh, how much people enjoy it. And, and I really have fun writing it because I really like the world and all the characters in it. So um, if you have listened to the story this far, thank you so much for uh, joining me. And don't worry, there's plenty more coming. Uh, Many, many books, hopefully. So a little bit about Wing Torn. It's so funny to say Wing Torn, <laughs> even though I've said it so many times so far. I, uh, I wrote the first draft of this story uh, back when I was in university. And back then it was much, much shorter. Um, basically, like the first couple of chapters uh, and the last couple of chapters that you would have listened to kind of smooshed together <laughs> without a lot of backstory or development. Um, but even then, I really did feel like there was more going on in the world. Uh, I just hadn't built it out really yet. Um, and that was really when I started, um, when I was really thinking a lot intentionally about world building. And I 
I mean, I, I had written other things I've been writing since I was like five years old. And I'd written uh, other novels. I was kind of always that girl in the corner writing stories and submitting to publishers and all that. And that's sort of why I kind of decided to pursue publishing as a career. Um, but in university was, and this story in particular was kind of the first time I was thinking intentionally about world building. And so I, like, I actually had like a, I guess you call them like a story Bible. I had a big document with all of the world information in it. And previously for other stories, it was kind of a collected folder of random tidbits and in like notepad files and not very organized at all so this is really like my first uh the first attempt that I remember that I had like an actual system in one place where I wrote everything down about the world and I think that's a really good way to start um, especially if you're writing fantasy or sci-fi is to have all of your world building stuff in one place because you don't want to be searching multiple iterations of multiple files trying to find uh, what color your character's eyes are or like little bits of information like that. It should be all in one place. So so I wrote this uh, very short version of the story and it wasn't called Wingtorn then. It was called Arrival though. I did, uh, I just called it Arrival. But I did as many writers do with this story. I, I wrote it and then I thought about it a lot and then I put it away. <laughs> Uh, and forgot about it for a while, though it was sort of in the back of my mind, um, especially as I started publishing my own stuff. It was always kind of there as like, oh, that's something that I could sort of pick up and rewrite and revise. Uh, but I never really quite knew when to publish it because I had a lot of people and I, I like I said, I do trade shows and I do quite a lot of them and I travel around and people would read my uh, my company name fairy ink press and they're like oh like do you have any books that are about fairies and I publish young adult science fiction fantasy and some horror and you know I actually don't I didn't have anything that had fairies in it um I had magic and I had like high more high fantasy but uh no like uh non-human uh fantasy elements and so uh, as I got that question more and more, I was like, okay, I think it's time for me to introduce this into my repertoire. And so um, a couple of years ago for the other podcasts that I was doing, Business BFFs, I uh, I kind of dug out the old, very old draft at that point uh, and, uh, and these, the world building that I had done. And um, I started exploring that again. And then for uh, we did this challenge on the podcast um, to do a three-day novel. Um, and so I rewrote the whole story in three days, really expanding on the lore and expanding on the story that I had written and uh, expanding those characters that I had developed. Um, and actually, coincidentally, at the same time, I was watching... I was consuming a lot of uh, Once Upon a Time at the time, and uh, I was very interested in the story structure that they that they uh, that they have, where in present day they have uh, you ha they have their characters and they are exploring some issue, but then in the past there's the past versions of them and they are also exploring uh, a very similar. Uh, conflict and I, I liked how 
uh, the show sort of intertwined those two storylines. Um, and I thought that that actually worked very well for the story Wingtorn, what would eventually become Wingtorn. Um, and I, and I really like, um, I mean, I'm very big into time travel and there's no time travel in this, but I really like the idea that the past influenced the, the present and you see kind of echoes in, in both storylines and, um, the character of Fingal, I think, is very strong, and I really enjoy writing him. He could have his his own book <laughs> if I'm not careful, but um, I just I just really liked that story structure. I thought it lent itself well, and so um, I ended up kind of writing it that way during the three day novel stint. So I rewrote it, and it was a novella. And then, of course, I did what I did before, and I put it away for another year. <laughs> um, again, not for really any reason, just um, I was working on other projects. I put out a book a year um, with my press, and I am doing two this year, and that's a lot. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot of production uh, on top of my other freelance responsibilities, so you know, I just I didn't really have time for it, um, but I dug it out again a year later, and it was revising it some more, rewriting it, rethinking more deeply about um, how the world worked and uh, (laughs) coming up with very unpronounceable (laughs) uh, place names and people names. Uh, Because why not? I said, I'll never have to read this out loud. (laughs) Uh, Little did I know. Um, (laughs) I, uh, so I rewrote it and um, that's pretty much the version that you've been listening to more or less. Uh, it's been through like another edit, round of edits or two. Um, I have quite a lot of experience with uh, creating podcasts. And uh, so I decided why not, you know, make this into a kind of a weekly uh podcast and I I just I listen to so many podcasts and I and I create them too for my clients and so so I kind of thought that this story would lend itself well to the audio format and so um I record it all here in my home office uh and I produce it here I hope you can't hear the sirens in the background there's some lot of them tonight <laughs> I've always kind of envisioned this story to be very epic, very large. Um, You've only really listened to the beginning of it. Uh, I initially thought at least six novellas um, in this particular story arc, but there's probably going to be a lot more because there's just so many characters and they have many stories to tell. Um, So yeah, I really hope that you've enjoyed it so far. Like I said before, I do quite a lot of trade shows, about 10 to 15 a year across the country, um, and I sell my books, and uh, that's pretty large part of my business, and um, a lot of people ask me uh, for writing advice and publishing advice. If you're interested about the trade shows that I do, um, I actually write up postmortems for all of them. You can find those on my website, which is fairyincompressed.com, F-A-E-R-Y, fairyincompressed.com. But uh, I get asked a lot about writing and like how to be a writer and how do you write all these novels? And and uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. What are the biggest excuses for not writing? Uh, I don't have time. I can't focus. I start something and I can't finish. 
I'm waiting for inspiration. You know, what if I'm not good enough? Um, a lot of writers can get very lost in that vortex in that, in that way of thinking. And I, I get that it's very hard and I, I get lost in that vortex too. Um, so really I, I get asked like, how do you just push through and, and create all of this content and all of these novels? Um, so the biggest piece of writing advice that I have to give, I guess it's not really, it is kind of advice, but it's also sort of tough love. Um, what I have to say is that no one, no one thing is going to make you write your novel. Only you are responsible for putting words on paper. There is no course, there is no podcast, no article, no quick fix that's going to force you to sit down to write. It's not magic. It's just about discipline and willpower. And you have to develop strong habits to and be willing to, to finish what you start, um, even if it's not today or tomorrow or months from now. And I can already hear you being like, well, that's easier said than done, Claire. And I mean, I know. <laughs> um, but so I guess the practical advice I would have for you is you really have to trick your brain. You have to tell yourself, um, I'm just going to sit down and open this document. And then after that, you have to say, okay, I'm going to just read what I've already written. And then as you're doing that, you kind of have to say, okay, I'm just going to add one sentence here. And then how about we add 20 more words? How about another 20 more? Okay, can we get to 50? Can we get to 100? Can we get to 200? And so on and so on. And for some people, maybe that doesn't sound hard. And for other people, that's a lot. Um, but if you do that once a day, eventually you will have a book. And it might be a novella or it might be a short story um, or it might be, you know, a big epic fantasy. <laughs> but um, you will eventually have a book. And that's sort of how I, uh, that's kind of how I work because I also get distracted pretty easily and I have a lot of uh, balls that I juggle every day um, and I work from home so like I have to be able to uh, eliminate my distractions and and get stuff done and especially when I have a weekly commitment to you to produce something like this well part of what makes that easy is that I do try to uh, write everything in advance so everything in book one I had already written so I'm working on book two right now and uh, it's, it's getting there, but uh, that definitely helps. So I'm not like scrambling every week to, uh, to have a new chapter, but I still have to, you know, create that, like record everything and, and make sure that it all makes sense and put it, put it up and get it distributed and all that. So I totally get it that it's not easy, but it's really important to me to continue to show up. Uh, and eventually if you show up enough times, People will remember who you are. That's probably why I've gotten as far as I have in my career as a writer, which is a big sentence to say. Um, anyway, uh, I know this is not a huge episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this little interlude. I'll be back soon with book two of Winged Horn, where Riona and Connor's adventure continues. And we're going to get a lot more of young Fingal and Nora and Danak and young Riona as well as they kind of navigate um, the post-war world that they live in. 
Um, and of course, Connor and his magic and how it grows and how Riona deals with her mother and her own uh, repression of her own magic. Um, but uh, yeah, I really hope you've enjoyed this story so far. And if you enjoy it, please consider uh, giving it a review on, on Apple Podcasts um, or you know wherever you get your podcasts. Remember that you can also read it uh, on my website, and I will eventually be releasing ebook copies as well. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletter uh, to get more information about that. That's all on my website, which is fairyinkpress.com, F A E R Y I N K P R E S S.com, or wingtorn.com. Maybe that's easier. <laughs> uh, why did I pick? Fairy Ink Press. <laughs> so hard, so easy to say, and so hard to spell. <laughs> anyway, uh, again, thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying the story, um, and I will see you next week. Bye for now.